Blog Talk Radio. Cracking natties. Cracking natties. Cracking natties. Let's crack some natties. Morning. Uh, happy Sunday. You know, when I, when I put this list together, this ridiculous, ridiculous list together of people who I think would be good drinking buddies, I, I was like, this is easy, smoothest, you know, best uh, thing to go over and talk about because you're talking about people. Well, fuck, it's kind of backfiring a little bit as far as like, what, what, what do you really say about these people? I'm not going to say it was a bumpy ride last week. It was fun. It's always going to be fun, but it's just like, how far can you go and how in-depth can you go about Foghorn Leghorn or, or Darth Vader? It's just, it's silly, really, what it is. And there's a million people and things out there that, uh, you know, would, would make drinking good drinking buddies, but I just kind of, well, this is a list. You know, we could do it again after this one, but it's just, uh, you know, there's only so many stories and embellishments you can do to be like, this is why this person would be the best drinking. And granted, we're on the 13 seeds. You know, we did the 16, 15s, and 14s. But I don't know. So uh, maybe it'll, maybe we'll go a little quicker today, you know. But uh, I thought I'd share with you real quick. Uh, I'm on this group text with uh, a couple guys, and we all went out last night. And Well, anyway, you know, I'm just – Tell you how it went. It started. Uh, it's between uh, me, Pee Wee, Paul Rubens, you know, Darth Vader, and, and Frankenstein. Frankenstein says, "Last night wild." Darth Vader said, "Best tacos ever." Pee Wee, I don't remember anything. LOL. Me, well, you kept whipping your dick out everywhere we went. It was a bit much, man. Frankenstein, R O F L, which I'm pretty sure is roll on floor laughing. Pee-wee said, ha-ha, which I'm sure was like, ha-ha, like one of those. And me, I'm like, I don't think we're allowed back at Taco Tico anymore. Dark Vader says, again, best tacos ever. Frankenstein, do again tonight. Pee-wee, yes. Dark Vader, yes, with the taco emoji. Sorry, I can't. Going cow tipping with Buzz Aldrin and Ted DiBiase. Pee-wee. I accidentally sent Lohan a picture of my junk. Me. Dude, seriously? You got to get your shit together or you'll be back in jail. Pee-wee. Ha-ha. Which I'm pretty sure was... Ha-ha. <laughs> I can't do it. And then Darth Vader uh, just sent the eggplant emoji that uh, appears to be a wiener. So, I think that's the kind of stuff we're dealing with, with, uh, with that group of guys I hang out with. I don't know. I mean, it was... We got drunk. A nice night out in the town. It, of course, ended up at Taco Tico. And it's just a strange group of guys to be around. So that's just a little bit why why they made the list and stuff like that. But you know what? We're done talking about those guys. You know, we've gotten through, you know, Gravedigger, Chris Klein. I haven't hung out with Chris Klein in a while, by the way. But that's all right. 
you know, if if any more if any more texts pop up, I, I will I will share them with you. Fuzzy Zeller, Bald Bull. I didn't get to hang out with any of those guys last night. I don't know where the fuck they are. You know, 15s, Buzz Aldrin, Ted DiBiase, Frankenstein, Foghorn, Leghorn, 14s, Vader, Lohan, McCoy Culkin, and Paul Rubens. Did we do the 13s? Nope. So, that's where we are. Little intro there. I mean, there's no, there's no intros, all right, anymore. I'm not going to blab on for 10 minutes about nonsense or anything like that. We're just going to get right into it. We're going to talk about these guys, these people, and then we're going to move on. And if the kids just continue to scream in the background, so be it. It's Sunday. Nobody knows I'm having a show today. It's okay. It's all right. It's just me and the, and the computer and my bracket right here, and that's all I need. So you just leave it up to me. You just let me do the rest. First 13 seed. Oh, my goodness. He's an announcer. I think he's, as far as football goes, top 10 football announcer of all time. I'm talking about a guy, a big guy by the name of John Madden. Boom! Right? Right out of the gates with John Madden on this Sunday. What would be better then hopping on the bus and touring the United States just going to football games, just hopping on that party bus. You know what's in that bus. You know, you tell me John Madden isn't a beer chugger. He's not driving the bus, all right? He might have portrayed himself in Little Giants like he was driving the bus, but he wasn't. He gets in that thing, and all of a sudden, you know, Hank Williams comes on in the background. There's a hot tub in there. You know, the fridge is full of beer, PBR. Uh, you know, it's just John Madden. Boom! You know, I'd give anything, but I can't. And it's just go watch football and chug beers with John Madden. I'm not saying the nightlife is going to be anything crazy. The guy's 80 years old. You know, we're probably going to be home by, you know, halftime of the night game. We're not going to stay the whole time. Just cruising around in the bus with John Madden. Talking about winning Super Bowls. Talking about Raiders football. Talking about how fucking crazy Hunter Staub or, or uh, Kenny Stabler was. The snake. That's the kind of party I want to be on. John Madden. Just X's and O's. Script and plays. That's a fun time. Nothing crazy. Might get a little, we'll get drunk. But John Madden, that, that's, see, it doesn't have to be long and elaborate. John Madden. And then you got to switch gears. This guy, I, I don't know how fun and crazy this can be because this guy gets sloppy drunk. And I'm talking about doing weird shit drunk. I'm talking about David Hasselhoff drunk. That's the second 13 seed. Baywatch, Knight Rider, and then the guy just turns to straight creep mode. You've seen the video of him crawling around in his bathroom. You know, I took that video, right? Oh, my God. It was a wild, wild night back in the day. I think we might have done a little more than just drink that night. Yeah, we definitely weren't on Madden's bus that night. We were on a different kind of bus. 
All right, and that was the crazy bus. All right, that was the between the short and long bus. We were on the middle bus that night. We did a lot of inappropriate shit. I can't tell you about all of it. And that guy just drinks so he can eat when he gets home. The hob. You know, you you don't. I, I don't think you invite your your normal buddies to hang out with David Hasselhoff. You know, if you get the group of guys together, you're like, hey, because you know I'm the guy that hangs out with all these elaborate celebrities and superstars, but I still got regular friends too, right? You're like, hey, Mike, which one's it going to be tonight? And I'm like, oh, guys, I think, I think you might have to sit one out. They're like, what, fucking Pee Wee again? I'm like, no. They're like, Colkin? They're like, not David, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I'm going out with Hoff tonight. And everybody's like, well, I don't do it for me. No thanks. That guy is beyond creepy, all right? You know, that guy is like a haunted house and a tsunami rolled into one. Nobody wakes up on the right side of the bed after a night with Hasselhoff. And you know it always ends up in that fucking Night Rider car, too. Kit, the talking car. I mean, there's only so much, like, it's like him bragging about having a mobile phone in 1995. I'm like, yeah, it's a talking car. They all talk now. He's like, yeah, but the lights blink. Like, like the car's actually blinking. I'm like, David, it's not that cool. Yeah, she calls you by your first name, and but it tops out at, like, 65 miles an hour. All right, it's rusted to the brim. It gets like four miles to the gallon. I'm like, this car needs to be impounded. We can't keep taking kit everywhere and then end up Ubering when we break down on the side of the road every five minutes. It's like kit's like in car years, like 200 years old. We hop in, it's like, all right, kit, we're going to, and kit's like, please, can we just take a night off? Please stop driving me. Kit's got 410,000 miles on her. It's like a Chevy and it's a Malibu, you know, it's like, I'd rather take the city bus, Dave, than another mile with Kit. It's like riding an old, it's like, you know, when you're, the dog's just getting ready to be put down and the kids still want to ride it like a horse. It's like, ah, no, you get into her and it just squeaks and rocks back and forth like a boat. You can just hear Kit be like, oh. Stop taking the Knight Rider car. It's over. It was cool 35 years ago. Of course, Dave's so drunk. And Kit's like, Dave, have you been drinking again? Oh, shut up. You know, he's like, he like treats it bad. He, he assaults his own. You know, it's like his, his baby. And he, the guy's inappropriate. Everybody on this list is inappropriate. And nobody is fun to hang out with. <laughs> Except Frankenstein. Right? I'm going out with Hasselhoff again. God damn it. Please stop going out with that. you got to get rid of that guy. All right, I'm trying. Who's the next 13 seat? Oh, my God. How is this guy on the list? What was I thinking? What kind of mood was I in? Can we just skip some people on this? You remember uh, the, the movie Hoosiers? That was a great movie, right? You know what the greatest part of that movie was? Dennis Hopper was the best part of Hoosiers. You know why? Because there's nothing better than the drunk dad at the high school basketball game that comes in and makes the biggest scene ever. You know, that's why we used to go to high school basketball games. Like, which dad? 
is it going to be? Well, I got him. I'm buddies with one, and it's Dennis Hopper. Oh, yeah, you, you're like, well, that's just a character in the movie. No way. He's fucking like that in real life. Me and Hop? That's all we do. We crash basketball games. We go to the bar at lunch. We drink bourbon in a jar. And about 6 o'clock, we roll to the gym. And then all hell breaks loose. Actually, we roll in about 7.30 at halftime. Start yelling at putting my boy in and stuff like that. Just to, just kicked out of every high school. And, and why is Dennis Hopper on this list? All I could do is think about the movie Hoosiers. Oh, and bad things, man. Remember the old Reebok commercials? Those are awesome. Okay, there's no reason why Dennis Hopper should be on this list, let alone a 13 seed. 13 seeds when we're starting getting the bread and butter a little bit. Dennis Hopper, out of 64, there's roughly, what, 7 billion people in the world? And all I needed to do was come up with 64, and Dennis Hopper made the list? All because of one character that he portrayed in one movie, a really good movie. What if it's Dennis Hopper from Speed, where he kills people? Maybe I'm hanging out with that Dennis Hopper where we plant bombs on buses. That's too far. Okay, that's too far. Boom! John Madden. <laughs> I got to start drinking again during these shows. I, you know what else I need? I need a cricket emoji or a cricket thing over here in my sound bar. I don't have one. Jay-Z, get me a cricket. <laughs> Dennis Hopper, he plays a four seat. Oh, my gosh. You know what? We should just start. We should change the whole aspect of the show and just start going. That's what we should do. We can do that. We don't have to just run down, and we, we can do who who's playing who. Can we or can't we? No, we got to run through them all, and then they got to play each other. Damn, that would be so much more fun. Dennis Hopper making me question the entire format of the show. Maybe it's not working. Maybe there's a reason why the downloads every week keep going down and down and down. There might have been 12, and I was 10 of them trying to listen to the show. It's impossible to listen to. I love it. I love you. All right, Dennis Hopper, showing up. I, I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't explain why Dennis Hopper's on the list. I think he might have died too. God damn it, son of a bitch. Now we're getting a party though, with the last 13 seed. Yeah, now it's going to be a party. If you think swimmer, who do you think as far as partying? Obviously, you think Michael Phelps, right? Nope. Phelps would be all right, you know, but there's only so many times you can walk around a guy that has 30 gold medals around his neck and continuously smokes a blunt. I'm like, yeah, Phelps is okay, but you really want to get goofy? You really want to go where the party is? You really want to go to all the foam parties and the nightclubs and the crazy shit and get bottle service and just, you know, fart in people's faces? You're probably going to want to hang out with Ryan Lochte. Who? The guy that gets eighth place every meet? The guy that barely makes makes the Olympic team? There's like four good swimmers in the world, and Ryan Lochte's one of them, and he fucking sucks. But we're not talking about in the pool. Oh, we'll be in the pool, but we won't be swimming, all right? We get the ladies, come down and get topless, get in the pool, me, Lochte, and the ladies. The guy is dumber than 
you know, a box of turtles. But my God, he likes to party. He does, and he'll do anything. Like Lochte is that guy that you bring because you know, if you're friends and we're like ask him to do something, he'll do it. Like jump off a roof into some bushes, or you know, or like steal a cop car. Like, hey, fucking Lochte's coming. He'll do everything. So you get the house party. You get everybody dialed up. Everybody's coming to the party. And then all of a sudden, they're like, you hear, you can hear the speakers. Boom, boom. You're like, fucking Lochte's coming. Like, here comes, here comes Ryan. He gets out in this stretch limo, this Hummer limo, him and 40 girls. Just, and all of a sudden, they come in just strutting. He's got a cane or whatever, you know, something, a big old top hat on. Lochte comes in, entrance music, all that. And it's like, this guy's so fucking stupid, but my God, he's fun to hang out with. Lochte. Oh, I love that guy. The next morning, you know, Lochte's also that guy. The next morning, he's, he's got to get to practice or something. He's late. Every night's like a, like a cliche movie with that guy. I love him. I love that guy. He, that guy loves to party. He's Lochte. You have to call him Lochte, too, because Ryan's not cool enough. He's like, there's too many Ryans in the room, so you call me Lochte. Oh, Lochte. Just want to give him a hug. Oh, he's so stupid, but he doesn't know it. He doesn't know any better. I love that guy. So, yeah, you know, start to pick things up a little bit. Oh, and he and always, like, bets somebody, like, a thousand bucks that they can't beat him in a swim race, and he never wins because he's always so drunk. He ends up fucking dropping to the bottom like an old wooden ship anchor. It's like, oh, man, somebody go get Lochte again. Like, he's the best. He's the third best swimmer in the world, and there's always a half a dozen guys swimming to the bottom to get him. He wakes up. What happened? I'm like, oh, fuck. It's like he tried swimming again last night. He's like, I've got two bronze medals. What are you talking about? I'm like, well, yeah, well, you just kind of sink when you're shit-faced, bud. You know? This isn't Beijing, okay? This isn't the 08. Lochte. The guy's awesome. So, yeah, so, you know, Ryan Lochte, Dennis, Dennis Hopper, David Hasselhoff, and uh, John Madden. Boom! <laughs> oh, just me and the old keyboard. Oh, what do you say? Call it a day? I think we'll just sit here all morning. Twelve seeds. Where do we start? Oh, man, that guy's a handful. Maybe we could wait on him. Oh, my God, that guy's bad. That guy's bad. All 12, uh, all four 12 seeds are respectably very, very horrible people. Should we just bundle them up and throw them in the trash can and move on or not? No, we better go through them. Should we go with the least worst of all of them? All right, we'll just start with Randy Quaid. <laughs> now, not the good-looking one that's in all the movies that uh, he ends up being the good guy. No, no, Cousin Eddie is who we're talking about here, Randy Quaid. Now, the good thing about this is we can talk about Randy Quaid movie, Cousin Eddie, or we can talk about Randy Quaid in real life, the guy that makes the videos that is the most fucking vulgar, weird, stupid. I think we better talk about Cousin Eddie. That's who we want to party with, all right? The guy that empties shitters into drains. That's the cousin. That's the guy we're drinking. The guy that always has, you know, everybody's got that uncle 
or that cousin that no matter what time of day, what time of year or anything, he's got a tall, cold one in his hand. The same guy that, I don't know, he just, you know, he does everything. He's got a 1968 RV. Uh, but we're not really hanging out with Cousin Eddie because Cousin Eddie didn't make the list. Randy Quaid, did. is that even Randy? Is he Dennis? Which one's, anyway, it's the crazy one. Boom, 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 boom. You know, you know that's, is there anything better than that? Cousin Eddie made, made, well, besides Chevy Chase, made all the National Lampoon's movies. Every time he made an appearance, that guy was complete gold in all those movies. Real tomato ketchup, Eddie? <laughs> it's just so much, so much better beyond its time. Oh, my God. I can't, uh, <clears throat> well, I can't just sit here and quote all the, all the Cousin Eddie, you know, that guy, probably back in the day, I'm talking about, I'm talking about Randy Quaid, we're going to call it 1980 to 1997, that guy is, is the Randy Quaid I want to hang out with, because he was famous back then, now he's off his fucking rocker, alright, now, have you ever seen the scene in Christmas Vacation where they go to the grocery store and get dog food and presents? You have to respect every single moment of that entire movie when Cousin Eddie, when Randy Quaid is on the scene. Because it is every little thing that happens is complete gold. And there's not much more I can say about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to stay on a text-to-text basis with Quaid. I don't know if we are going to ever go out drinking together because the guy is nuts. Probably doesn't deserve to be on the list. I'm going to go out on a limb and say none of these guys deserve to be on this list because some people are just too much of a handful. And Randy Quaid is definitely on that list, and so is every other 12 seed. Except one might be all right, but the next guy is an actual awful person in real life. How do these guys make the list? When when you say drinking buddy, it has to be just, be, he's not going to be your drinking buddy. It's just to see when you can hit the self-destruct button. And when you're hanging out with Mel Gibson, yeah, that's right, he's the next person on the list. I said last week, a lot of these people are bad people, all right? But we're just talking about maybe somebody who would be fun to get a drink with. Well, I don't know if Mel Gibson has ever just had a drink. You heard the phone conversations, all right? The guy is a complete psychopath. Now, if I could go out on the town with Braveheart or the guy from Lethal Weapon or anything that happened in the 80s and 90s, Mel Gibson, that's going to be a good time. But then he got all racist. And went off the deep end a little bit. He went a little too Mel Gibson. And how that guy's not in prison is beyond me. Or how he's even... The guy, I mean, he's completely... How did Mel Gibson make the list? Because he's a fucking psychotic drunk. That's why. Maybe you've got a list of enemies, all right? People that have done you wrong. I don't think you and Lochte are going to go out 
and get back to these people. Yeah, you might egg their houses or, you know, spray paint their car or put sugar in their gas tank. Mel Gibson is going to break down the fucking door and light the place on fire. That's what Mel Gibson does for you. Do you want him in your corner? Well, it's better than fucking having him as your enemy. So maybe there is a reason why Mel Gibson is on this list. Because you know if he's a buddy of yours, he's not going to fucking kill you. Yeah, but you could say, well, you could just not be friends or or enemies with him at all. I'm like, oh, really? Maybe you don't know Mel Gibson, all right? Maybe you haven't listened to the speech, the freedom speech in Braveheart. You really don't want that guy on your side? Have we ever dressed up in paint and put on the old Braveheart suits and gone out before? Yeah, we have, all right? And it scared the shit out of a lot of people. Mel Gibson is crazy, okay? And if he ever heard me talking about this, I guarantee he'd fucking kill me. So maybe we should just move on, okay? I get nervous every time my phone buzzes or my door, there's a knock on the door. You should see some of the videotape I have of Mel Gibson on the ring, on our ring. He always shows up with a baseball bat. I'm like, dude, we're just going out to dinner. The guy's crazy. Nobody does impressions of Mel Gibson. There is no impression of him. (sighs) Always. Like his heart's about to explode. Sometimes we just hang out in dark alleys just because of the story that starts. I was walking down this dark alley. Yeah. Mel Gibson goes there. I don't think we should talk about it anymore. That is one scary SOB. You know who else is a scary SOB, but it's just fun to hang out with? It's Lenny Dykstra. Who, 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 who the fuck? Who's Lenny Dykstra? Oh, really? Nails? His nickname's Nails? Lenny Dykstra, maybe one of the greatest hitters of all time, an old Philly. Lenny Dykstra doesn't have any teeth, all right? That's one of the fun reasons why I like to hang out with him. The other two is Lenny Dykstra has more stories. All right, the guy's a bit of a nymphomaniac. Is it his fault? Yeah. He's a bit of, bit of a pussy hound, all right? Excuse me. Excuse my language. But you don't exactly, and I say in air quotes, want him to go to bat for you. Yeah, he's not a fighter or anything like that. He's a talker. He'll talk a lot. But... Lenny Dykstra is the craziest son of a bitch you'll ever, ever hang out with. Likes to talk about the past a little too much, back when he was a ball player. But nowadays, he's just kind of chill and uh, a pretty big creep. Yeah, probably overall not a good person. Probably not somebody that you want to meet. You know, I'm not going to take him to my parents' house or anything like that because he's inappropriate. Always taking his teeth out and making obscene gestures about you know, dicks and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, he's, he's not the best person. But he's also that guy that gets really drunk and lets you know how much he loves you. And it's like, oh, God, Lenny, not again. I've known you for two weeks, all right? Just because I, I help you steal a car, now all of a sudden we're best friends. I'm like, by the way, you owe me 20 bucks. Lenny's always got angles. He's that guy that always says he, he's he's got everything but literally has nothing. Really, probably the worst person to be around. This is a list of people you do not ever want to hang out with. 
I'm changing it right now. The 16 through the, oh, let's just say, I don't know, eight seeds are guys you don't want to drink with. These are non-drinking buddies. But Lenny Dykstra, maybe they're just people I want to have a beer with. But if, if we can just go to reality for a second, these are people that I would like to go to a bar and have a drink with and just be like, tell me about everything, man. You know, like Randy Quaid, give me some fucking vacation stories. Tell me about, you know, Independence Day, all right, when you save the world. Just Throw out some names, name drop, talk, talk some shit about people. Like, I can make up stories about what it'd be like to hang out with them, but imagine sitting at a bar with Mel Gibson while he's constantly turning his head left and right, just wondering what the fuck everybody's saying about it, and I'm sitting there, like, everybody's wondering, like, who's the fucking giant with Mel Gibson? Like, what what, what are they talking about? What, me? It would, it would just be me and Lenny Dykstra? I mean, they'd be like, who? I didn't think he had any friends anymore. I would say, in this time of day, right now, the next, the last 12 seed was probably for the last two weeks the most famous person in the world because of the documentary. And I need to know, I need to hang out with this guy to see what he's really like. You know, I'm talking about Lance, okay? Now, after watching that documentary, if I can get serious for a second, that guy seems like the biggest fucking asshole on the planet. Like, born and raised to be a fucking dickhead. And we all had that one friend growing up that was just like, yeah, we're friends, but man, he's a dickhead. Hell yeah. Who all did you hang out with? Well, Bill, Joe, Jeff, John, and Lance. Oh, Lance Armstrong? Yeah, that guy is an asshole. Well, yeah, but... It wasn't fun riding bikes with them. I'll tell you that much. There was no rest. It's like, hey, you want to go over to Omaha and hang out? We're eight years old. He's like, yeah, we'll just take our bikes. It's 45 miles away, Lance. He's like, oh, I did it twice yesterday. I'm like, okay, maybe we should, you know, get back on our scooters. But Lance Armstrong, I, I got to know what this guy's really like. You've seen the interviews. You've seen the documentaries. You've never seen him with a beer in his hand. I mean, he's usually drinking champagne out of a cup on a stage in France. But I want to know what it's like. I want to see the real Lance Armstrong. Like, yeah, maybe he's a good guy. I guarantee the women would still be flocking because for 49 years old, that guy is still a, a little handsome. Seems like, you know, I mean, he got Cheryl uh, Crow. Is that right? Is that who it was? I don't know. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. But let's talk about this. Oh. Say you're say it's the early nineties and you're doing a sport that is equivalent to watching cornhole bags right now, biking. And you're riding bikes across France and okay, you do it, whatever. It's the most grueling thing ever, but Nobody gives a shit. And then all of a sudden, somebody approaches you with some drugs, some PEDs, performance cancers, and says, hey, this will probably go to France. All right. But they're illegal. Who cares? A hundred times out of a hundred, I'm doing the same thing Lance did. All right? I'm just going to clear the air right now. Everybody was doing it. He started doing it. He won seven tours in a row. I, I, I mean... 
even if I was on a motorcycle, I couldn't win seven Tour de Vrances in a row. All right? The guy did what he had to do to win. You got to – can you respect it? I don't really know. But I, I, anybody would have done the same thing. Anybody at all would have done the same thing to win. I mean, it, personally, if it was me, I would have maybe won like three in a row and then let somebody else win and then maybe gotten like third place just to throw off my scent a little bit. Don't fucking win seven in a row, all right? You think you think Jordan retired from basketball because because he wanted to play baseball? No, he knew they'd win like seven or eight in a row, and he's like, no, we can't fucking do that because it's too much, all right? He's like, let's rep, let the Rockets win too. Throw our scent off a little bit. I'll go bat 118 for the Chicago Barons. And then I'll come back, and then we'll win three more. We'll three-peat twice. What would you rather do, three-peat twice or win, like, ten in a row? you got to three-peat twice, just for the T-shirt's sake, three-peated twice. But Lance fucked up. You can't win seven Tour de France's in a row. You think Dale Earnhardt ever won seven races? Well, that guy won every race he was in. You think, uh, you think uh, I don't know. Do you think? <laughs> Don't win seven in a row, you idiot. All right? Obviously, if you – there's a – what? how many people get in the Tour de France? 5,000? I don't know. Just let somebody else win, okay? You dumb shit. And then you retire. Then you pull a Jordan and you retire with all your glory. You're never going to get caught. You're never going to get busted. And then you come back. And get second or third, and then everybody's like, well, something must be off. Let's investigate this a little bit more. Oh, yeah. You've been a liar and a cheater and a thief for this whole time. And then you got to talk to Oprah about it. Are you fucking serious? It, 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 go anywhere but Oprah. She's not going to, she's going to lob softballs at you for an hour. You know, maybe you should go on the Bill Maher show. You know, maybe he'll straighten you out. Go on Stern. Or something like that. Why are we talking about this? Are we still having beers together? Yeah, I just got to get to the bottom of it. Like, I'd be asking the hard-hitting questions. Like, tell me how those French chicks were, man. Don't you dare lie to me. Is it as crazy as they say? Seven Tour de France titles. Seven different kids from seven different girls in France. How many, uh, how, many, how many children do you have you don't know about, Lance? Let's really talk about that. How, how big are those performance-enhancing balls of yours now? Oh, wait, yeah, they can't. Excuse me. See, then you go too far with Lance, and he freaks out on you. Don't win seven in a row. Don't win seven things in a row of anything. Three tops. Three tops. Don't, don't win seven. Even I knew you were cheating after the fourth one. I'm like, Four? Like, the, the Buffalo Bills fucked up because they could have won all four of their Super Bowls. We're like, ah, we'll give them a couple, and, the, and but they, they lost all four. See, they were cheating. Don't you dare bring up the Buffalo Bills in this, all right? So, yeah, that's what happens, you know, a night out on the town of Lance Armstrong. <laughs> Actually, probably just in a coffee shop. I don't know. Oh, I'm losing it. Lenny Dykstra, Lance Armstrong, Mel Gibson, and Randy Quaid. Wow. Eleven seeds. I think this is I think this is played out. 
character again. But also, probably the biggest coxman, partier, on the whole list. Definitely the guy that likes to have the most fun. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about Quagmire, right? Giggity, Family Guy, never seen it? Well, there's a guy on Family Guy that's pretty much belongs in prison. Especially is the Rufi Colada. Yeah, all right. Sometimes he's not a very good guy, but behind closed doors, Quagmire really is a soft, gentle-hearted piece of shit. Quagmire, I'm exhausted talking about this. I can't, Glenn Quagmire, that's his name. I couldn't think of it for like two weeks. All you do is go out, chase, chase tail, get drunk, hookers, all sorts of shit. You know, we drink beer for breakfast. That's just not on the town with Quagmire. I can't talk any longer about about these guys. You know what, though? There's some good people on this list. And there's nobody, there's nothing that says that we have to, why do we have to talk for five minutes about every guy? If it comes up and if it happens, yeah, that's fine. Let's just roll through these. Glenn Quagmire, Rufy Colossus. All right, yep, that's going down. Nobody knows I had a show today. Because <laughs> why not? That guy chugs Jameson, all right? He's got a weird voice. Okay, why would you want to hang out with Ed Sheeran? He's like 24 years old. Oh, really? He's the guy that brings his guitar everywhere, and all of a sudden... Clothes just fall off women because he's got a voice of a songbird. Ed Sheeran? Yeah. I want to hang out with that guy. Oh, he gets rip-roaring drunk, too. Just completely psychotic drunk. And he's like 5 feet 5, like 165 pounds, and he gets drunk. See? That's Ed Sheeran. I want to hang out with Ed Sheeran. Need more? No, there's no more. We're rolling. We're rolling. Next 11 seed is Pete Weber. <laughs> the, 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 Pete Weber, arguably the wildest fucking bowler of all time. Who do you think you are? I am. He said that after winning a tournament. It makes zero sense. The guy bowls with sunglasses on. He prefers to bowl in the dark, and he's top five all time. Pete Weber is the smoothest son of a bitch on the lanes. 60 feet to glory, Pete Weber never bowled a 300 game. <laughs> One of the best bowlers ever. Average is like a 175. But he's fucking nuts, and that is the guy that you want to hang out with. I think we're starting to turn the tables a little bit. Who do you think you are? I am. Think about that. Think about what he was talking about there. Okay, say who you think you are. And if you thought you were like big dick on the block, Pete's like, I am. God damn, it makes perfect sense now, doesn't it? Oh, Pete Weber, sunglasses everywhere. He's the guy that made wearing sunglasses inside cool. Now it's a cock move unless you're with Pete Weber. That guy's been bowling for over 50 years professionally. And he's like 62. Pete Weber never 
never strikes out. Never. With the ladies. Pete. Me and Pete? Shit. Big Dick Weber? Oh, yeah. Nobody says that we're changing the format, folks. We're changing it up. We don't have to. We don't have to talk for. We don't have to turn this into a whole month show. I can finish today. Those bushes aren't going to trim themselves outside. I'm ready for it. But the last 11 seed. Okay, I, let, let me paint a picture for you. 19. Oh God, I don't remember the exact date. Can we call it like? 83? I don't know when it was. The Royals were playing. I don't remember who. I don't I don't research anything. But anyway, George Brett steps up to the plate with a lot of pine tar on his bat, all right? It's like they sprinkled the wood on a whole thing of pine tar. And this is what George Brett walked up to the plate with. Let's say it's the seventh inning and it's a tight game. Let's just say for argument's sake they're playing the fucking Rangers. I don't know. George Brooks walks up to the plate just drunker than, you know, dr- drunker than a bunch of Cleveland Indians. And first pitch, just fucking tattoos one out to the interstate. Right out on 70. Trots the bases. Goes back inside. Everybody's good. All of a sudden, four fat fucking umpires get together, and they're looking at this bat. You know, first of all, it looks like uh, like a caveman like an old caveman bat, and they're like, what the fuck? This thing's covered in pine tar. Well, there's even there's a bunch of chew, chew, chew tobacco spit on it. Like, this bat isn't fucking legal. What the fuck are we doing? So one ump looks at the other, looks at the other, and like, we can't allow this. And they fucking toss him. They call him out, and here comes the freight train. That is George Brett. That is... The future Hall of Famer, George Brett, he comes storming out of the dugout, knocks one umpire out with one punch, double legs the other one, just starts wailing on everybody. Just he turns into he turns into an actual Hulk, just starts beating the shit out of everybody. Okay, it didn't exactly go down like that because you can't hit him, you just can't do it. But they he fucking comes storming out, and all hell breaks loose. They called him out, and you know George. Spent all morning pine tarring in that bat. He's like, Coach, I know you're not going to believe this, but I'm going to hit a 700-foot home run today. I'm going to cork this son of a bitch. I'm going to load it with pine tar, spit a bunch of spit a bunch of fucking skull on it, and first pitch I see, I'm taking it. Six miles. So he did it and got caught. End of story. Except there's more. George Brett, you know coolest guy in the major leagues I need you to YouTube something for me you just got to YouTube George Brett's story and they're stretching before practice one day and George Brett tells this story about three minutes long of how he shit his pants and it is dynamite just sitting there stretching oh, oh yeah went out last night this is how it goes went out last night had this awesome steak at this restaurant he's stretching he's got his arms up he got the bat like this I don't know who he's talking to, fucking Brett Saberhagen, who fucking cares? He's like, yep, on my way home, I shit my pants. And I was like, what? What? And then he goes in and talks about how he did it. It is phenomenal. All right, you got to do it. YouTube George Brett's story. And YouTube the Pine Tar incident, too. It's fucking classic. Everybody's seen it a hundred times. It's like the most iconic thing in baseball besides 
Nolan Ryan speed bagging Robin Ventura. Oh, yeah, so me and George are going out of the town and hammer beers all night. Big fucking deal. That's it. <clears throat> George Brett, Pete Weber, Ed Sheeran, Glenn Quagmire. That's the 11 seats. That's fun. That's four guys who I want to get in a group text with. Okay? Tens, the real deal 10 seats. You know, I got to look at them first. That's awful. That's something. That's. Who the hell is that? Oh, yeah. These are good. Uh, the first one is a little bit kooky, and I don't know why he's on the list, but he's a raging alcoholic. Um, we don't go out. We've I've never I've never been out on the town with this guy. He stays inside and uh, writes books and is really really creepy. And it's Stephen King. He doesn't. The guy is a walking pet cemetery. Okay. Is he the guy that did It, the scary clown movie? Stephen King is absolutely psychotic. Should he be on this list? 100% no. Okay, and how is he a 10 seed? I don't know. Do we really need to spend any more time on Stephen Raging alcoholic. That's all I know. You look up top five, top five drinkers in the world. Stephen King's on there. Is he alive and well? I got no idea. All right. Have I read all of his books? Not a one. Would he be fun to hang out with? No chance. But he's on the list, isn't he? I mean, the guy did Pet Cemetery 2. All right. Did he direct those movies too? I got no idea. I did no research on Stephen King besides the fact that I know that he's a fall down drunk. I mean, I sure would be kind of fun to hang out with him, right? Just to hear some morbid shit. Just some stories to tell your friends. Like, yeah, I went over to... You could just see your face is ghost white pale. Your buddy's like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, I uh, went over to Stephen King's last night. They're like, holy shit, man. The guy that lives up on top of the hill, you know, where it's always dark. And just like out of the out of the Beetlejuice movie. Or the, not Beetlejuice. Edward Scissorhands movie. That could be the Beetlejuice movie, too. I'm like, yeah. Like, what'd you guys do? I don't know, I just sat there for fucking 30 minutes drinking Heineken, listening to him fucking tell stories about the shit about all his books. You know all that shit's true? Do you know that there really are fucking clowns in the sewer system? Like, bullshit. Like, yeah, he showed me fucking video of it. Like, what about all that pet cemetery stuff? Like, yeah, he's got one in his backyard. Fucking insane. When your cat dies, you bury him, and he comes back and terrorizes the neighborhood. Why would anybody do that? I don't know, because he's a sick son of a bitch. What time did you leave? Oh, I was there for like 10 minutes. You're weird, man. I'm like, yeah, I think I'm changed a little bit. Note to self. Stay the fuck away from Stephen King. End of story. You know who you shouldn't stay away from, though? It's the 10 seed. Where, who's the richest guy in the world? I don't know. But you know what? I know one of them lives across the river. And if you're not going to say that hanging out with Warren Buffett wouldn't be one of the most mesmerizing experiences ever, first of all, he was born in the 1800s. Don't quote me. 
Second of all, the guy is healthy as a horse. He eats McDonald's for breakfast every day, drinks eight Cokes every day, all the shit that he invested in. It's like if he doesn't do the shit he's invested in, it's going to go out of business, all right? Buys all of his furniture from Nebraska Furniture Mart when it goes on sale. He's like the Memorial Day guy. This is the shit we talk about when I hang out with Warren Buffett. Drinks Captain Morgan and 7-Up, like a boss, by the way. He actually actually drinks uh, Admiral Nelson. You, you, he's not a billionaire for no reason, all right? You know, I, I, he, there's a reason why Warren Buffett is worth $30 billion, all right? It's because he doesn't buy a whole lot of name brand stuff. I busted him buying cola at the grocery store the other day. I'm like, Warren, Mike, you fucking own Coca-Cola. He's like, yeah, but have you seen these prices lately? I'm like, all right. I, I saw I, I, I got video of him at a jack-in-the-box because McDonald's raised the price of Egg McMuffins a quarter. I'm like, come on, Warren. You own everything. You know, he, he's, he's using some knockoff real estate agent. I'm like, dude. You own the Berkshire Hathaway. You know, he, he, I, I busted him short in the stock, too. I'm like, Warren! He's like, well, Michael, you know, you gotta be, you got to be smart with your decisions. You know, I didn't get to where I was, you know, eating Big Macs and drinking fucking regular Coke. Just shit that you can't believe. I, 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 what else does he own? It doesn't matter. He knows he's smart, all right? And he's fucking cool as shit. We went to his apartment. <laughs> He's got an apartment in South Omaha, right off Ames Street. Is that North Omaha? Like Warren, you're living, you're living, you're living the poor life here. He's like, well, Michael, you know, you just got to make the right decision. I'm like, your windows are boarded up, Warren. He's like, eh. I fit, so I found out the real Warren Buffett. And this is one night I saw him doing all those, all this stuff. That's one cool guy. And I wish I could spend the rest of 10 minutes talking about Warren Buffett because the next guy on the list, I don't know anything about Warren Buffett. Yeah, oh, drinking Dr. Thunder. Yeah, that's Warren Buffett. Mountain Lightning. You know, is that the, the knockoff Mountain Dew? Yeah, Warren does that shit. I'm standing up stretching right now because my back hurts. Excuse me. Oh, my God. I don't know anything about the next guy on this list. I have no idea why he's on the list. He was a president back in the, I don't know, 1800s. <laughs> if I told you that there was a president, possibly back in the 1800s on this list, who would you even guess? Do you even know? Who do you think, out of all the dollar bills, which one do you think is kind of the one that nobody has? All right, this guy was a complete fall-down drunk. It's not George Washington on the $1 bill. It's not Abe Lincoln on the $5 bill. It's not whoever's on the $10 bill. Who's on the 10 I don't know, FDR, I got no idea. And he's not on the 100 ben, Benjamin? Yeah, it's Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> it's on the It's like... And it, they, they weren't even going to make a $50 bill, but Ulysses comes in storming into the, I don't know, Department of Treasury, just rip-roaring drunk, just blind drunk out of his mind. He's like, I demand to be on a dollar. And they're like, well, we've only got, we got the ones, fives, tens, and hundreds taken care of. And first of all, Ulysses wanted a $75 bill, 
But they're like, come on, you're out of your fucking mind. He's like, we barely got we barely got cleared to make a hundred dollars and put and why the fuck Ulysses is like, why would you put Ben Franklin on the fucking hundred for flying a kite? The guy didn't do anything. He's like, I demand to be on a dollar bill right now. He's like, how about a fifteen dollar bill? So he starts negotiating what bill he should be on. I don't know why Ulysses S. Grant is on this list. But so they're like, how about we just do something like kind of in, in between? How about like the fifty? Ulysses is fucking sitting there almost passed out and agrees to it. I might have done a little bit of research on Ulysses Grant and that guy was hammered the whole time he was president. Just look at all the cool shit that happened in his four or eight years of presidency. I'm actually asking you to look and let me know. I don't know why. Only thing I found out is the guy likes to party and I figured I'll party with Ulysses S. Grant. For one, he's the only person in the free world to be named Ulysses. And how drunk do you suppose dad was when he was born and mom, you know, back when the men made all the decisions and mom's like, oh, honey, what's his name going to be? Dad is so fucking drunk. He probably wanted to call him like Peter, but dad's like he's coming in and out of consciousness. He's like, Ulysses. like what? And I, poor mom holding this holding this baby without a name and she's like the doctor's like so what should we write on this birth certificate mom's like Ulysses like how the fuck do you spell that dad's like Ulysses what should his middle name be yes. <laughs> I'm fucking done Is there nothing better than that? Hey, you think you'll ever be president one day? I doubt it with the name Ulysses. Yes? Oh, that's too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wonder what Dad's name was. Grant. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the fucking worst. Uh, just now start having fun with five minutes left to go on the show. <laughs> nope, nobody's ever adored U.S.C.S. Grant so much to be like, you know, there's a lot of people that are probably named after presidents, you know, like George Washington and then something else. I mean, like, you know, FDR, Jr., whatever. I, I can name like four presidents, by the way. Jimmy Carter Hutsey, all right? Nobody has been like, well, when you think back of great presidents that did their job, maybe we should name him. Like, I don't think I was in the hospital and mom and dad were like, how about Michael Ulysses? Or, you know, I don't, I don't think, you're not ever going to see like a baseball player or something like, well, here's Ulysses S. Smith. No, it's like, there's only one way you can get that name, and that's to be almost, almost unconscious. It just mutter, mutter something out of your mouth. <laughs> ah. The last ten seed is William the Fridge Perry. Is the last ten seed. Uh, do I really need to explain why the fridge is on this list? Well, first of all. 
if you think drinking beers and you think, well, shit, who's one guy I'd like to hang out with? Oh, how about a guy who has the nickname of where we need to get all of our beers from? All right? I told you about when Fridge would score all those touchdowns because the Bears were so good, they're just like, who hasn't scored yet? Put in Bill Perry. All right? How did he get the nickname The Fridge? Oh, really? I don't know. I don't really know, but I'm sure it was because that's all the guy fucking did. Wait, he, 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 23 hours out of his day is, has to do with getting in fridges, whether it's cold cuts, whether it's, you know, more cold cuts, or then beers. It's like, well, I don't know, we could name him uh, the mountain or, I don't know, the the, the airplane. Uh, what, what are other big things? We could call him, like, skyscraper. He's a big guy. Um, maybe we just call him the refrigerator. William Perry should have changed his name to Refrigerator Perry, Refrigerator Fridge Perry, all right? And he should have named any of the kids that he had after fridges, like Garage Fridge Perry, Dorm Fridge Perry, um, I don't know, Deck Fridge, Basement Fridge. I mean, if you, you could have 12 kids and never run out of names for your kids, you know, Double Door Fridge Perry, you know, Bottom shelf freezer, fridge Perry. I don't need to explain why the fridge would be fucking awesome to hang out with. A drinking contest, you in the fridge versus anybody else in the world. Me and the fridge are going to win. Oh, I heard he didn't drink. I heard you're out of your fucking mind. It's fridge Perry. You think he was diving in there for sodas and juice? Yeah, probably, but you know you're drinking Budweiser when you drink with the fridge. Will Fridge. I wish my nickname was Fridge. It doesn't give him enough justice. Two and a half minutes doesn't give the Fridge enough justice. You know, Boat Fridge Perry. Boat House Fridge. I mean, any kind of Fridge. Obviously, your firstborn is Garage Fridge Perry. You know what? And if I had any more kids, I would name them Garage Fridge Hutsey. In a heartbeat. William Perry. Ah, damn it. So that's where we got today. I appreciate all the calls and all the feedback. <laughs> but uh, we didn't get through them all. We need to get through them all because I think we need to get this over with. All right? I think the next show, next weekend, guarantee it won't be Saturday. All my Saturdays are booked with my other job. This isn't my job. This is bad. This is backfiring. Um, special shout out to the fridge, who, who Grant, uh, Warren Buffett, Stephen King. Those are those are your ten seats, and then everybody else who I mentioned. Uh, yeah, that's it. So, I think the next show we got to get through everybody and get this over with, and then maybe figure out something new. I'm not sure. Tell me what you think. It's just, it's hard. Stephen King, what the fuck is wrong with me? Hmm. Never gets old. Never, ever, ever gets old. So, yeah, we'll be back next week. Thanks a lot. Fuck. Oh. I would.
hang out with any of these guys. Oh, the nine shots. That's good. That's pretty good. He's all right. That'll be funny. Probably not. Eight scene. Yeah, that'll be good. But whatever. You want to see this, Grant? Fucking hilarious. <laughs> 